Hello from Awakenite Country. This is Tim McCardo, Leroy Junior Senior High School Principal, and welcome back to another edition of Principal McCardo's Weekly Update Podcast. We have an awesome show in store for you this week, so sit back, relax, and enjoy hearing from our Awakenites. All right, we'll kick off this week's podcast, uh, continuing our student check-in. Uh, this week, I'm excited for us to travel to the Coquitas house, and we're going to be able to we'll be joined by uh, Peyton and Cal. So, Peyton and Cal, welcome to the podcast this week. Hello. Hi. So, let's start off with, uh, why don't you guys walk us through kind of, you know, we're finishing up uh, week number eight here. Uh, why don't you walk us through kind of, how you kind of have adapted to, you know, to our current situation and what is your daily routine? So for me, I definitely try to do a little bit of schoolwork each day um, just to get everything done, but I don't like to load myself. And then I like to work out each day and get a little, like, time outside. And I don't have a set schedule completely, but I like to get stuff done. Nice. And for me, I made myself a schedule. I wake up in the morning, eat breakfast, and then work on some work till like lunchtime, and then I eat lunch, and then I go play outside for a while until like maybe three or four, and then I come inside and I uh, play online with my friends, and then I play till dinner time, and that's pretty much my schedule. <laughs> Awesome. Now you guys also have uh, also have a younger uh, sister, and also have a, a, a beautiful dog Bailey. That if people saw the picture of of our podcast, how old is Bailey? Talk to us about your dog. Bailey's like two and a half now. Um, she's she's a very good girl. We walk her a lot, um, especially now, and we bring her to state parks and stuff, and let her like run around. She loves the water. Nice. And Cal, uh, you know what's it like having you know, being, you know, in, in the middle of two girls, you have an old, you have an older sister, obviously, and then you have a younger sister, Reese, you know, how is it kind of being in the middle there of, of, of the two sisters? Well, I do a lot of stuff with them, especially during this time to keep me busy and have fun and stuff. Like me and my little sister, Reese, usually ride these big wheel things out in our driveway and have fun with those. And that, that's fun. Nice. And I also work out with my older sister. So speaking of working out, uh, both of you guys are, are great, uh, uh, great athletes here at our school, uh, you know, uh, participating on multiple sports. Uh, Peyton, you're coming off, you know, probably your best uh, season in the pool. Um, you, know, you know, obviously you also play volleyball and track, but let's talk about this season in the pool for you. How, you know, how awesome was it to, you know, to participate at the level that, you know, that, that you competed and, and being a part of this great uh, Byron Burge and Leroy uh, swim team? It was really fun. I, this season was an amazing season for us, especially the girls. The guys did great too, but it's numbers that slows them down. But, um, yeah, I, this season was great. We just got so far and I just, enjoyed every second of it i'm glad that this quarantine didn't happen then because it would have been a very disappointing time for all of us and when did you officially start swimming i mean it's it's a huge passion of yours 
you know, and you and you were very successful prior to even being on, you know, on on the Leroy Byron Bergen team. Um, talk to us about like how you developed the passion for swimming, you know, early on, and 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 how you have gotten, you know, how you've improved each year. So I've always loved swimming when I was little, like from birth. <laughs> And my parents always wanted me to join the Y swim team in Batavia. And I didn't really think it was a good idea. I wasn't into, like, I didn't want to swim competitively. So when I was eight, they made me join the Y team just to try it out, you know. And I don't know, it just, my passion grew from there. I loved it so much. And talk to us about just the experience, because, you know, we have a few teams, gymnastics um, and swimming, you know, that, that, that are, you know, combined with, in hockey as well, uh, combined with, with other teams or with other schools. What, how has that experience been for you, you know, you know getting to know the Byron Bergen Bees and being a part of this combined team? I love having a combined team. It gives you new faces every single day, and you can just, if you had a bad day at school, you go to swim team, and they know nothing of it, and you just start a fresh new, like, part of your day and smiling faces you meet you meet new people all the time and it's just it's a lot of fun awesome now cal you're a three-sport uh, guy yourself uh finishing up uh, junior high here uh playing uh, football basketball and uh, and baseball what you know do you have a favorite sport out of the three um you know and, and or or one that you enjoy the most to play uh yes i really enjoy football it, I really I played it pretty much my whole life, and next year in football I had my dad, so that that'll be fun. And what and what have you been doing from home to try to keep your skills uh, going, keep your body going? Um, well, I've been working out with my dad three days a week just to keep like get me stronger. And yeah, it's pretty much it. Just yeah. So, so you mentioned your dad. So, uh, if, if people, our listeners that don't know, Mr. Kokitis, uh, longtime uh, art teacher here uh, at our senior high, and also teaches junior high as well. And he's a uh, um, uh, just a great veteran coach for us in football um, and also in uh, in baseball. And you know, you know, Cal, talk to me about you know all these years. You know, you, you've been kind of tagging along with Dad. You know, you're on the sideline, you know, as the water boy. You know, you're in the baseball uh, dugout. Um, it was cool when we, when we did the, uh, when your dad won the first sectional title a few years ago. You know, there you were kind of on the side of the video, you know, when we uh, did the th- uh, Thursday throwback. I'm like, ah, oh, there's Cal. You know, like, what has it been for you to kind of be, you know, you've grown up so close to watching you know, the JV varsity level, um, you know, on those sports. I mean, how cool has that been for you? It, it's been very cool, and I really love sports, and I can't wait to have my dad for a coach. He'll probably be pretty hard on me, but it'll be fun for, like, JV football and making and doing uh, varsity baseball. Yeah, so so next year, you know, walking in, I mean – you know, some people. I, I I had the uh, fortune of, of uh, being coached by my dad, and not at the JV varsity level, but at, in youth sports. And you know, I think it's there's definitely some great positives, and maybe a couple pullbacks. But the pullbacks are basically because the dads are always hard on the son. You know, I mean, how how excited are you to be able to play for him, and and you know, and, and be a part of of his programs? Uh, I am really excited. I can't wait. 
um, for him to be my coach, and he's probably going to make me a, a way better football and baseball player. Yeah, awesome. Now, Peyton. Now, speaking of your dad too, you also have had you've had him as a you know you both have had him as a as a as a student, um, you know, and obviously you know taking some of his classes. How cool is it, you know, to be able to have your dad as as your art teacher, um, and and how you know how has that kind of changed your experience here at our school? It's been really great. I love having him as a teacher, and I love having him in the building with me. He just he socializes with every person in the school, and he's a great people person. So it really helps when it comes to, especially when we first came into the school, it helped a lot to meet new people and make new friends and with all the teachers and stuff. And I really enjoy having him as a teacher. It really helps because I can, like, bond better that way. Yeah, and he, and he tell you what, his trademark is uh, he's always standing right outside his door. I mean, you, you can guarantee it and put money on it that he'll be standing right there in between the halls, always saying hi. So it's just a really, really cool thing that, that he always does, like a lot of our teachers do. And, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Now, in, in a competition between your family, because, you know, let, let's not forget your mom. I mean, we've got Mother's Day coming up this weekend. She's also an educator. How cool is it to, you know, to have a mom, you know, that, that's as cool as your mom? <laughs> it's great. It's, it's really fun. We do so much activities all together as a family. And this quarantine time has definitely bonded us a lot more. And we just keep spending so much time together. And, like, Mother's Day coming up just will show how much, like, we love her and how much she really means to us. And, Cal, right now, if you guys, you know, out in the backyard or in the driveway, I mean, who, who's the king or in the family in any of these uh, outdoor sports? I mean, it, I mean, who, like, who's walking away with, you know, with the championship right now? Well, my dad is way better at, than me at basketball. He always beats me in the 1v1s. But I also uh, dug a hole in my backyard for a golfing, and my, I made my own nine holes just to play, and I always beat him on that. <laughs> How about if, excuse me, how about if everyone got into the pool, who's making it down to the other end? Uh, Payton. <laughs> yep. So uh, let's talk about, you know, this week is also Teacher Appreciation, Staff Appreciation Week. Why don't you guys each share just kind of how our our staff here have impacted, you know, your, your life and, and your experience here at school? These teachers here at the school are amazing. They've had, like, such a good impact on my life, um, inspiring me to do, like, so many things and pushing me through and helping me with anything I need. I really appreciate all my teachers, and I miss them very much because I really, I don't know, I'm going to miss them next year. How about you, Cal? Uh, same as Payin. I really appreciate them. They've done a lot for me and impacted my life. And they've gave me some like good helpful tip, tips to move on with my life. Awesome. Well, uh, to kind of close up, is there any any message that you would want to give you know to you know to your friends and to your peers here at school of you know just kind of how to stay positive and, and and you know keep getting better from home during this time? Um, I would say um, just try to do things that you love during this time and. Make it a time of creativity. Find something new that you love or do new activities. Get outside. But also work on your schoolwork, obviously, and keep up that work. 
just all the other stuff to help you stay sane during these times. Um, yeah, be creative and go outside and be active. Uh, maybe try something new or something you really want to do and, like, try that out and just, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I want to find out is I want to come over and play on that nine-hole course in your backyard when this is all done you know, and see, oh. see if I can uh, take you on, Cal. So listen, guys, thanks so much for taking time today to be on the podcast. You guys are another great example of two great nights. And, uh, you know, we, we can't thank you enough for your participation on all the different things that we have going on here at our school and making us uh, the best that we can be. So uh, thanks for taking time. And we really appreciate uh, you joining the podcast this week. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. See you night. Bye. All right, next up on the podcast, excited to continue our uh, staff spotlight from home here each week on our, and on our podcast. And this week, we're bringing on Mr. Bob Hammer, our junior high counselor. Mr. Hammer, welcome uh, to the podcast. Uh, Mr. McCarroll, thank you so much for having me. Mr. Hammer, a long veteran teacher here, uh, represent, or a counselor here, represents our staff uh, just, just the quality of staff that we that we have here in our building, with all the different hats that that he wears and how he represents our school, both as a counselor um, and as a coach and and other extracurriculars that he's involved in. Um, Mr. Hammer, why don't you uh, give us a little, uh, little little scene from your house? You know, what what's what's your new normal? How are you and your family kind of getting through this? Yeah, thanks for asking. You would be. Uh surprised that my house actually is not much different than the junior high hallway. I got three kids, so they're bouncing off the walls. Um, got a first grader, a third grader, and a three-year-old. So, um, yeah, we've been awfully busy, but I do really miss the, the energy uh, from being around the, all of the 200 junior high kids each day. Now, uh, some people maybe know or don't know, but Mr. Hammer, uh, like myself, is a St. Bonaventure Bonnie alum. Uh, we're both uh, very, very proud of that. And one of the things we have in, in connection as well is both of our wives are also St. Bonaventure uh, Bonnies, and and, hit, and uh, they're both also education majors. And uh, uh, Mr. Hammer's uh, wife is also a, a, a school counselor, and uh, they both played, uh, Mr. Hammer and his wife played Division One soccer at St. Bonaventure. So how cool is it to kind of, you know, have a, 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 another adult at your house that happens to be your wife that does the same profession that you do? It, it's been great. You know, um, my wife and I have been really able to bounce, each other, bounce things off each other, make sure that we're doing the right thing as we're sending stuff out to, to parents and students. Um, it's, it's really been a pleasure in that way. Uh, but at the same time, it's awfully busy because we're maintaining uh, separate Zoom meetings and, you know, Google Meets, and then also with our kids that are in school as we're doing distance learning. Um, so it can get pretty busy pretty quick, but it has been um, very helpful, you know, to, to be able to have someone here that uh, really understands what it is that, that I'm going through, and, she under- and I understand, of course, what, what she's going through. And she's a counselor at, uh, at, at Kendall Central School. And now if we had both of you guys, uh, you know, line up, you know, you guys are both speed demons back in the day. I mean, if I were to line you guys up on the track and run the 50 or the 100, I mean, who, who's winning this race uh, as, as, you know, at, at this point of your life? 
Well, thanks for asking, Mr. McCall. I know she's going to be listening, so for sure she's going to take the W on that one. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to try awfully hard. But no, she's a, she's a speed demon. She'd be, she'd beat me every time. <laughs> now let's talk about uh, you know just just your passion for you know for your role here. It's a very very important job being the junior high counselor. We only have one of them. Um, you know, part of our student success center team. And, you know, you, you have a lot of different things that you have to juggle each year. You obviously have your current 7th and 8th grade students that, you know, that you serve. But then you also are, are at the end of the year, around this time of year each year, you're starting a transition of, of the Woolkid Street 6th graders and, and bringing them on, you know, into the fold and, and, and then pushing the 8th graders, you know, into the senior high. So there's just a lot of cool hats that you have in your job. Talk to us about, you know, your, you know just those cool responsibilities. And, and, and why you enjoy doing this work so much? Um, oh, I, I could I could talk for a long time about you know all the different things that I get to do at my job, um, but I do do almost constantly. I'm working with students that are in transition, so as they're coming from sixth grade up to junior high, as they're going through the transition of early adolescence, and then as they're getting ready for high school, uh, it's it's just it couldn't be a more exciting position. I love it. It's different each day. And um, what the kids are bring to the table, um, they they challenge me, and I and I appreciate that, you know, in, in my role. So uh, some of the things that I like to focus on the most during times of change, times of transition, um, you know, and I'm thinking about where it is things are going. I talk to the kids a lot about you know meaning as we're going through things, and how that can really matter as we're going through different times. Um, so when this situation came thought it seemed like an opportune time to definitely be thinking about the meaning as we're going through uh, each of these different changes. Yeah, and, and you also do a lot of cool uh, field trips with students, uh, lunch groups, um, you know, just ways of, of interacting. Uh, you know, how, how, how much, how exciting is that for you when you're able to take kids off campus and do some of these cool things that you do? Oh, it's great. You know, being able, you know, one thing that we do at the junior high level, I really enjoy being a part of it is our, is our link group. Um, and so, you know, what we do there is we have students, um, you know, a lot of them have common interests. And so sometimes we'll actually get to come off campus and, and, and actually, you know, learn in a different way, you know, not in the classroom environment. Um, so, you know, this year we were able to get up to Spring Lakes Community College and see some really interesting, um, you know, post-high school options. Uh, but also we do our peer counseling program, so that's helping our kids transition, transition from 6th to 7th grade, and then we get to learn in a different way with that. So people are, you know, when we're going into our team building experience, which we do up at Camp Stella Morris, um, you know, people are really finding uh, connection with, with their peers, but also with older students, and then a deeper level of connection with our school community. So I am very fortunate to have a lot of different ways throughout the school year that I help kids to learn. Now, one of the other big hats that you wear here is is a coach, and uh, you've, you've been the proud uh, uh, varsity head coach for our boys' soccer team, uh, you know, over the past decade, and uh, have just done an incredible job, uh, not only building a good program, but maintaining uh, a good program. And over these last uh, X amount of years, few years, you've uh, taken, you know, the team, the new heights, making it all the way to the semifinals. 
you know, with with the team and and then coming, you know, I mean, let's get let's pump the hype. I mean, this coming, you know, upcoming fall have again a, a very strong roster and and have a great shot at making some big uh, some big big noise here in in this region. So talk to us about you know your your role as as a coach and how that's uh, impacted your time here. Absolutely. Well, it's um, we are you're, you're absolutely right, Mr. McCarl. We are very excited about this fall season. Um, we have a, a lot of returning players that will be entering their senior year. Um, and we, we're really looking forward to it. Uh, we've got a lot of great leadership from guys like Nick Belize and Landon Calabrese and A.J. Porter. Um, so excited for guys like Kenny Saunders. Uh, we just got a lot of different players that are looking forward to a big senior year. And so, yeah, we're looking forward to the 2020 fall season. But I'd also be remiss if I didn't say, um, you know, I'm missing my tennis folks right now. You know, in the spring we enjoyed modified tennis. And, um, man, it's been really hard to be away. Um, I miss those, miss, miss all the kids on the hard court. Yeah, and uh, Mr. Hammer is our modified tennis coach. And uh, if you've ever, you know, had a chance to get out and see modified tennis, I mean, it's a it's a great experience because you get a lot of kids that you know for the first time are, are looking to play some competitive tennis, and uh, it's just a great opportunity for kids to kind of like break through and and be a part of a team. And uh, yeah, it's 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 really cool. So yeah, we we are a hundred percent with you and missing that. It, and I I don't want to go back to soccer, but I have to ask you. I mean, out of these all the great moments that you've had um, over the years, what would be like one of your you know the best nights you know you know on the sideline or you know the best moment that you that you've had if you're able to to pinpoint one oh man it would be hard to pinpoint it's been a number of a number of seasons uh you know over the years but i do think uh one that's up there i think it you know could be could be among the best was the time when uh i think it was our 2015 uh quarterfinal game um when in, in the sectionals and uh we were up there at Hartwood Park, and we were we were losing the game two to zero, with eight minutes left. So most uh, people at that time would call it a call it a day. Say everyone's great season. Um, we're going to be moving. You know, we're packing our stuff and not moving on anymore. Um, but boy, did something special happen that evening. And um, at the time, a seniors was uh, Ethan Ethan Wachowski found himself scoring uh, three goals in the final eight minutes uh, to end the season against Minders Academy and move the team on to sectional play. And um, that was something that was pretty amazing to see, not just the individual effort of scoring three goals, but as a team collectively to uh, not, not accept defeat and then actually end the season of the opposing team uh, in the last eight minutes. So it was, that, was, that was pretty unbelievable. But there's been so many great things to see. It's hard to say that, uh, you know, the clear number one. But there's certainly a number of number of times that were great, and that was an awesome one. Yeah, I uh, can't agree more. I mean, I I was hoping you were going to say that night because that for myself, you know, and I hate to put a number one to anything. I mean, we're both competitive people. We hate to say, well, that's number one, but you know, that definitely is in the small bucket of like unbelievable moments that I've witnessed. You know, as the principal here the last seven years. Um, in athletics and having, you know, seen a lot of great things. I mean, that in itself was just what an incredible night. And I'll, I'll never forget, you know, the, the, the student body reaction uh, to that, you know, your, your guys' bench. And it was just, just it, was, it was really just one of the best nights of high school sports you could ever draw up. And 
Um, you know, Ethan's reaction after that third goal was was just priceless. And uh, man, I, I I would love to be able to go relive that at any second. <laughs> yeah, it was a really special night. That was a great season. It was great with the guys. So uh, let's uh, let's finish up with um, you know. You know, one of the things that we, we've asked our students to do for the second time is do a student check-in. Um, we've, had, we've already had a one, uh, one check-in, and this is for all students 712. Uh, we've, we've pushed out a link uh, to go through and, and, and really focus on that mental, emotional, social-emotional uh, you know, aspects of, of being home and being in social distance. And you guys have done a great job in, in following through and really you know, supporting our students. You know what? What is your message to students? Uh, you know, to a, a continue to con, you know participate in that, but then also just in general of just being healthy at home. Yeah, no, thank you. It's so important, and I'm so glad that our kids are taking that seriously and you know filling that out. And I just want everyone to know, like we are, we are like real people, and we're really looking at your responses, and then we are following up with you. I want all the kids to know that, and. You know, and something actually that we really enjoy. So don't feel like you're burdening anybody when you say, oh, you know, I think I just really like to talk to someone. Um, I'm basically almost, I, I want to say right, not instantaneously, but pretty darn close. Um, you know, Mrs. Daly and I and Mr. Dwyer and Mrs. Rona and Ms. LaFosa, you know, we are uh, right on it and making sure that we are either sending you an email or, or, or giving your, your home a call uh, to just check in. And so, Please don't hesitate to use that as just, hey, I just need to talk, you know, because connection is so important. And right now, especially for those that might just have their parents at home, um, you might want to talk to some other people. And we're happy to talk to you, too. So feel free to, to, to reach out through that, through the Google form. Awesome. Well, listen, Mr. Hammer, it was a true pleasure to have you on the podcast. We appreciate all the things that you do to, you know, to help our Knights and to be a part of this great school community. Uh, we, we wish you as much luck as possible with your, your junior high hallway uh, uh, 2.0 back at your house. And, uh, and, and, and I'm gonna, I want to throw out a Go Bonas and I want to throw out a go, uh, a go Knights. So thank you so much for your time. Uh, thank you, Mr. McCarmel. I miss everybody. I look forward to being back in the hallway. All right, next up on the podcast this week, uh, it's a pleasure to continue to put our spotlight um, on our community members. And uh, this week, uh, it's a true privilege to bring on uh, the Leroy Mayor, uh, Greg Rogers, um, but most people know him as Porp. So, Porp, welcome to the podcast this week. Thanks for having me, Tim. So, I'm just going to go real quick into this. What's the percentage of people that actually call you your real name or Porp? I would say 95 call me Pork. <laughs> That's There's a great. lot of people only where I don't know my name. My first name is Greg. <laughs> well, it's nice to meet you, Greg. Um, talk to us about, uh, you know, what it's been like for you to, you know, be the mayor of Leroy. Um, you know, talk about some of the duties for maybe our students, you know, maybe don't know uh, some of the different things that, you know, the different uh, jobs that you have and different hats that you wear as the mayor. Um, so give us you know, a little, little background uh, scenes of, of, of what it's like being the mayor. Uh, all right. Well, I might as well start in the beginning. Um, when, I was a, when I was a kid, my father was a village trustee uh, for a couple terms, and, and, you know, I always thought that was pretty neat. And then, uh, I don't know, between my father-in-law and a couple other people, uh, they got me involved, and, you know, they thought, you should do this. And 
now that I've gotten a lot older, uh, I've been at this 16 years and going for more, um, you're always looking for young people to get involved. And that's the only way to have a continued growth in the community and young ideas and everything like that. So we're always, even little boards and stuff like that, we're looking for uh, young people, you know, to get them involved because they bring so much to the table. You know, oh, unfortunately, uh, you know, old people kind of want to tell you what they used to do. So young people will tell you what they can do. That's kind of my philosophy. But um, so as, as far as as far as being the mayor, I mean, uh, it's just a community is just one that I have always I've, I've, the only place I've ever lived. I never went to college, so I've never left even for for a day. And uh, so. Um, when I, I started my, I, I think I started my career uh, 2000 and 2004. I, you know, I was elected trustee, and you know, there's a, there's a pretty big learning curve. But I was really fortunate to be on the board with some really great uh, people, and I've never served on the village board uh, with anybody who didn't have a hundred percent. Love for the community, and that's the only reason they were there. I think that's kind of the difference between uh, local politics and as you progress up the ladder. So, um, so I got, I got into it, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't a very it was, you know it was a financially hard time. There was some there was some stuff going on, and um, we just weren't financially in a in a very good place, and. I won't take hardly any credit for this. I mean, it was the boards I served on. Uh, Sharon Jerry, the clerk treasurer, is a huge part of this. But through um, watching our watching our spends, uh, controlling our controlling the number of employees we have, uh, different things, uh, we put we put Leroy, the village of Leroy, in a very very good fiscal position going forward, um, and, and that's very rewarding. Um, probably the most rewarding thing is, is the updates and upgrades we're going to be able to do at our sewer plant. Um, it's about a $12 million project, which 2.5 of it is uh, coming from state grants, and the rest is all 0% interest. So uh, that'll keep everything flat. Uh, tax rate basically pretty flat on that, and position position that that uh, for the for the future. And the good thing about that is, I mean, the sewer plant isn't that sexy a project, um, and you don't even think about it. You may even complain about it when you get your bill, but trust me, the day that it doesn't work, it's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I got a guy down there that I was fortunate enough to fall into my lap um, um, by the name of Steve Carroll. And he's just, I, I can't sing his praises enough. Um, you know, we, uh, they, uh, when they do the, they grade your plant, it's on how many uh, particles you put back in the environment after you take it out. And basically when, when water comes in from your toilet, comes into the sewer plant, by the time they get done with it, 
I've seen people drink it. Wow. And then, and they removed they removed basically over ninety nine about ninety nine percent of everything that's not supposed to be in it. Hmm. And uh, and we're in a we're a really good uh, we're a really good position with the DEC. Uh, they're happy with the uh, the moves we made and everything else. But we keep looking to to perfect the uh, the system, and because uh, there's some waste that go with it and everything else. But uh, Steve's done. Steve and his crew have done a really great job down there, and really in a good position going forward. So, um, so you, you you've been here your whole life. You know, you uh, 1977 proud uh, proud alum. Um, you know, and, and, you know, have you, you know, have your own profession and then also, you know, working as mayor, you know, what, what really sets this, this town apart, you know, from other, other communities, um, you know, every community likes to say that they're the best or they're, you know, they're special, but you know, what, why would you say that, that Leroy truly is? I mean, I, in my, in my business, I've gotten out and I've gone to, I mean, I spent a lot of time in Attica, Genesee, Wyoming, Orleans County, and, and the thing I think that separates Leroy is the passion, the passion of the people. Um, I've had people tell me that no place in the world have they ever been where Little League Baseball is more important, or high school football is more important than Leroy. They just don't, other people just don't get it. And, uh, that's kind of the way we, we were brought up, and then that's uh, a lot of community pride, uh, a lot of support for our sports teams. It doesn't matter which ones they are. And uh, when I, I coached, I was fortunate enough to coach football uh, at the high school level here for like 19 years. And every once in a while after I thought I beat the, the crap out of the kids for two weeks, it, it was time to pump them up a little bit. And I used to sit them under the tree and tell them to go home and kiss their mothers and thank them because not every kid gets to grow up here. Mm. It's a great place to grow up. And you know what? Don't ever forget it. And, and it doesn't have to be like that. Nobody tra- I always used to say, too, nobody travels like Leroy. You know, the support from the community for everything is just unbelievable. They just live passionately. That's what I like to say. That's the difference. And I think, you know, building off of that, you know, one of the things that, that really um, has um, impacted me here in my seven years is, you know, every year watching, you know, the Awaka Fest uh, parade, you know, unfortunately, you know, that's not going to happen this year. But, you know, in, in, in watching that event each year and seeing the amount of people that come to that event, but then to see the amount of alumni, um, you know, that pridefully come back year after year, you know, all the way from, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, the few years out to many years out. And it's definitely, you, you just don't see that in other places. No, you're, no, you're right. And, uh, I mean, like I said, I don't, I, I don't go to the many things in those other places like the Wacker Fest. Uh, but that's a great venue just for, you know, bringing everybody back, and, you know, when he, everybody's Lee Ryan, and then when they come back, you never forget you're Lee Ryan. That's all. Yeah. How, how uh, talk about, uh, you know, how it is now, you know, you're, you're also, you know, you're not just Port, but you're also Grandpa. Um, you know, how, how does that part of your life uh, has transformed, and, and, and how, you know, how much do you like that title? Uh, Grandpa's pretty good. 
<laughs> Grandpa's pretty good. Um, I I always loved the Little League field. I always loved the Little, little League field. And my grandson, Cameron, unfortunately, this was going to be his 12-year-old year, and who knows if they'll get any of it in. But just going over to that, that baseball field, to me, it looks, it's a uh, Norman Rockwell setting. Yeah. I mean, it really, it sets, it sets us apart from everybody else, you know. You can go to these real brand new parks and everything else with chain link fences around. But when you go back there, you just, it's just so quaint. I, I love it. I, I love it. And, uh, you know, going to, they keep me running. They keep me running. They're all, I mean, they play soccer. They play, uh, they they play every, everything you can shake a stick at. A little bit of football. Um, my my oldest grandson Jackson's in the band marching band, and I really got a chance this year to watch the <laughs> the marching band, and I was amazed. I was amazed. It's all it's like Leroy football. Those guys that band boosters and those and those bands. They, they do some unbelievable. And it was nice. I went to the Carrier Dome, and I heard the guys coming in, and they said, here comes Leroy. You watch how these guys travel. And it, and it just makes you feel good. But being a grandfather, there's nothing better. But you guys are going to have to watch out for Brody because he marches to the beat of a whole different drummer. God knows what that kid's bringing to the table. <laughs> That's good. Um, and... What, uh, you know, as far as looking back at your years uh, here as a student, um, you know, what, you know, what, what are some of the, you know, some of the, the memories that you, that you still have, uh, you know, today that, that's really, you know, special for you? Well, I mean, uh, the, the social aspect of school really interested me. Uh, the the uh, educational, maybe not so much. I uh, didn't put forth a lot of effort, I'm sorry to say. Um, and but at that point in time, it was everything else. Um, from a sports standpoint, I always take great pride in uh, Caledonia. I believe was a, had a fifty or a fifty-three game winning streak that uh, me and my buddies at this point in time were fortunate enough to start for them because we were the last team to beat them in Caledonia. We beat them twenty-seven to twenty-seven to six or something like that, which is always good to beat Caledonia. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah and and um that, that was my my high school career actually I was a president of the student council back there so I guess my political uh aspirations started a little earlier um but it was great I mean Leroy's always had phenomenal teachers and uh guys like Dave McKenzie who hated his plan his his life goal to get me to play past geometry and things of that nature Ronnie Paganet um yeah i mean they're they're we've always been blessed always been blessed well i I really appreciate you taking time uh to be on our podcast this week and uh you know you're you're obviously a a great night and a great fixture for this community and you know your hard work and uh and determination have done some unbelievable things for for a lot of people so we we really appreciate that and and thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be uh on the podcast this week well thanks for having I'm glad you feel that way. Have a good day. We'll finish up the podcast this week with my social media pick of the week. Easy pick this week. I want to uh, draw your attention to all of the teacher appreciation, staff appreciation posts 
that we had this week, highlighting our teachers uh, and our staff. We can't thank our teachers and staff enough for all of the things that they do and how they've evolved uh, to continue that support from home. Um, but you know, please uh, check out all those great videos uh, of our students and, and, and just those heartfelt messages that they sent in for us to post. So I can't thank all of our students that participated uh, in that campaign this week and also, again, honoring all of our teachers and staff. Thank you again for tuning in uh, as we finish up week number eight here uh, in our uh, social distance and, and school closure. We appreciate our partnership. We appreciate you tuning in. And as always, from Owaka Night Country, go Knights.